I'm not the one to get in people's business or tell anybody how they should live. I'm Siobhan Davis, marriage strategist and coach for Married Millennials. And here on the Married Millennials podcast, we're talking about the good, bad, indifferent, ugly, all the things as it pertains to marriage. I'm talking about giving you guys practical tools based on biblical principles so that we can walk out this covenant and do marriage God's way. We are back live and direct. What's up, boo? Yo. We back for another episode of the Millennials Marriage Podcast. This is your podcast. This is for you. This is for you to you to get the tools, strategy, and wisdom on things that's just pertaining to marriage, right? Pertaining to millennials. So we're going to get into a really hot topic tonight. You guys already know the saying, when you marry someone, you also marry their family. So you know you don't only have to adjust to, to your husband or your wife but you have to adjust to the family as well. The, the family, the, the intertwining, the two becoming one really is not, yes, it's about you and your husband or your wife, but there are other moving parts um, to this. So I'm actually excited to really get into this topic tonight, right, babe? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can really just take a deep dive. Um, I do know that millennials we do struggle with connection, a lot of us. And um, tonight we're gonna, we just really gonna talk about how to bridge the gap because the family unit is a very important pillar in the community, um, building our village, building our community up so that we can have long lasting, sustainable marriages. Um, without further ado, we, we gonna really get into this one. We are excited tonight because we're not just blessed to have podcast guests, but we have our marriage mentors with us tonight. They've been doing this for a while, y'all. Like they really, yeah. they've been doing this for a while. They're millennials. They're dope. We take a lot from them. We learn a lot from them. We grow with them. They're two people that we genuinely love. So it's, it's an honor for us to have the Rivera's um, with us tonight they'll go ahead and introduce themselves tell us who they are and then we jumping into this topic because i i know this you think is a lot to be said about this tonight mm-hmm. and y'all make sure y'all stay till the end because you just never know when the jewels gonna drop you don't know when the holy spirit gonna move so you don't want to end the podcast early and miss the part that really may be for you and your situation so jeremy and Niasia, hey y'all hey. what's going on <laughs> hey, if you want to tell them who we are yeah, you know, I was hoping I could have had my little, um, what's that, uh, Puerto Rico in the background when she mentioned it. <laughs> but, you know, that would have been perfect. You know, I ain't ready, though, but soon, next time, next time. Um, I'm Jeremy Rivera, and this is my lovely wife, Naisha Rivera. We are the Riveras of East New York, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, stand up. You know I had to throw that in there. You just had to find a way to throw that in there. I cannot. No. Yes, we've been married seven years and we've been together for 19 years. We've been Ooh. dating since since we came out the womb just right. about to <laughs> say, since y'all can walk. <laughs> yeah. My boy Jeremy bagged it early, like real for real. I, I set it up in what second and third grade. I set it up and now I said, I'm gonna come back. I don't know, that's right. So tell us a little bit about y'all, y'all's story and how this topic. This topic that we jumping into tonight, I know that it can be um, a very sensitive topic for a lot of us, right? Because ultimately the family that you come from and then the family that you create, you want them to, <clears throat> to pretty much get along. You want everybody to come together and to, you know, to be happy, stars, rainbows, and, and just really enjoy. Um, so how 
or has there ever been a time because I ain't even coming to play with it tonight we don't even got to baby step them on this one has there ever been a time within your 19 years of dating seven years of marriage that you guys encountered um I guess I'll call it turbulence with in-laws mm-hmm. mm, absolutely <laughs> I look at first I thought it was just me but definitely for you too right yeah for us for me it was for the beginning of dating so yeah that's when we were like dating we were still uh, minors and everything but as far as when we got married and this is actually a blessing that we went to premarital counseling first mm-hmm. because we knew that we do marriage differently than we had ever seen it done in our families and our community like Jeremy said we're from East New York so we didn't see a lot of healthy relationships let alone healthy marriages and we wanted um tools to do it God's way and so we were in premarital and thankfully they they kind of like prepped us for what would be coming I guess the pre is mm-hmm. is for you know what's coming and yeah. uh something that they taught us was that in marriage it's important that there's an understanding established between the couple, right? So if there are things that are happening with, say, Jeremy's parents and I, or if there's something that's happening with his parents that doesn't land well with me, or vice versa, if there's something that's not landing well with him from my parents, it's important for the person whose family that is, that, that you know, who brought the family into the relationship to really manage those things and to mm. um, be a part, because you're a part of helping to integrate the two. Right. Yeah. Like we, you mentioned uh, when we were talking offline that the two are coming together to become one. And when the families are fusing, it's important that both spouses are a part of bringing their family in to this unit that's being created. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that you said that. Um, I think something that we encountered very early on before we even got married, before we even I would say thought about marriage, but you know, he was always trying to marry the kid. <laughs> but before we really got to that place, right? I know, I'm no. just telling the people what I know. I'm saying what I know. Well, I don't know. Scratch <laughs> my head now. Think about it. Hold up. Don't scratch your head. I know something that we dealt with very early on was, well, who should be the one to speak to their family member about whatever the situation at hand might have been. And I know mm-hmm. for me in the beginning, I was very um, cautious about the way I approach his family. Mm-hmm. See, when it was my family, I'm like, all right, see, I, I know y'all, we grew up together. This, right, this is this is what y'all not gonna do to my mm-hmm. man, right? Cause we not mm-hmm. having none of that. <laughs> so that's how we did it though. That's how we figured it out. We figured out, all right, you talk to your family, I'm gonna talk to my family. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, then we'll come together and we'll make it work. So that's what I wanted to ask, Asia, because you you brought that up. And I know at times, even though we did speak to our family separately, there have been times where we felt like, okay, well, I think you need to be a part of this, or you should be the mm-hmm. one to speak to my mother, or me telling him he should be the one to speak to my mother. So when do you think it it become when do you think it gets to a place of the opposite spouse, the spouse who doesn't belong to the mother, father, or the, mm-hmm. the biological family? Or is there ever a time where they should be the one going to speak to the family members on their own if there's um, situations that need to be resolved? So the way that I think about this is that a marriage is, even if you've been together for a long time, right? Because Jeremy and I have been together for 12 years before we were married, but there's something completely different that takes place once you shift into that I do space. Mm -hmm. And 
same thing with family, right? So the family member that you may be having a challenge with, they have established long-standing relationship with your spouse, Yeah. right? And so something that you might say to them might completely shut down the relationship that you're trying to build because you don't have that long-standing relationship. You're talking decades. And this mm-hmm. is like, this is my blood. So even if I'm upset, I don't like what they're saying. They're going to respond differently to somebody who's like, oh, so you you knew on the block and now you think you're going to tell me. You know, yeah, and so yeah, for right. me, that whole part, right? For me personally, what I've found and just like through being around other married couples as well is that as much as possible, it's really helpful to have the spouse whose family it is manage those things and I know sometimes it can be challenging because sometimes like folks don't necessarily see it it may be like that's no that's just how they are or you know that they just they don't mean anything by it but here's the thing even if they don't mean anything by it so intention versus impact it doesn't mean that it's not impacting the spouse the way that it is and it's important for us to like what's important to our spouse is important that it's important to us right so if it's like this is really not sitting well with me then it's important that our spouse be able to take that part seriously. And so Absolutely. I think True. even in talking about like moms and their sons and, you know, how that then happens with wives, like this was something that we talked about in premarital. So it kind of already prepared me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy, and you could speak babe about if this is not the case, but Jeremy, he was, <laughs> he was the cousin. He was the everything from the beginning. They, my family welcomed him with open arms. It was like, Naisha, who? Right. Except that one aunt who threatened me. Bobby. Oh, yeah. yeah she threatens everybody. <laughs> Jeremy, like, look, it was one. It was one. Let's talk Just about that one. That one. <laughs> Just that one. Nah, but definitely, um, Naisha's family definitely welcomed me with open arms. I guess because I was, like, light-skinned. So, you know, <laughs> I guess they tried, like, not to make me feel uncomfortable. But I'm like, yo, I'm from this hood, too. Like, get out of here. What are you guys talking about? But, um, <laughs> some of them talk to him more than they talk to me. I walk up and I'm like, Who you talking to? I sound like you said, Did you say Mookie? And he up here having no, I'm like, Well, dang, I'm glad to know you care about me. You ain't call me. <laughs> yo, yo, how my cousin doing? She good. All right, yo, but so I just, da, da, da. you know, but That's um, good, it, it definitely opened me up. I mean, it definitely, you know, I had to open up. Yeah, it definitely did, man. Show me nothing but love. Um, even though I had a little rough rough running with my mother-in-law in the beginning as we was dating but um mm-hmm. i mean it is what it is you know it's it's a you know, it's old boy, news, you know <laughs> the pops was mad cool but you know we always gave each other a side eye like all right bro i know you know that i'm dating your daughter so <laughs> right like, i know what's the respect up was there, though, so you know it was like it was game no recognized game you know <laughs> so and even though now you should say me her father has a lot of you know a lot of things in common so mm-hmm. You know, I, I just like you say, game recognized game and real right. recognized. So yeah, from there, it was cool. Absolutely, absolutely. And ultimately, that's what we we hope that we get to create. Um, when we get married, we hope that we can integrate the family successfully. And this, this, I have some statistics that I wanted to share tonight. This one is specifically for the husbands, right? So in laws cause sixty percent of arguments in marriage. of those are husbands and wives arguing about lack of boundaries and respect from the husband's mother. This is the the statistic, y'all. This ain't my opinion. So Mm. we're dealing with some facts right now. And I want to hear from the men, whether you guys encountered it or you haven't. 
how do you bridge the gap between you know this wife that you had to leave and cleave your your parents for and the mother who birthed you because i want to hear from a male's perspective how you guys come to a solution in that you don't want to choose your mother or your wife you want to make sure both of the leading ladies in your life are able to get along, get along. you yes, know one right. gave birth to you and the other one might have gave birth to your kids so you yeah. want to make sure there's a way that you can bring some peace so how how would you guys for the men that's listening tonight on a podcast um what's some some strategies or some tips that you can give them if this is a situation that they're encountering i would say you know if your wife comes to you with a um not a complaint with a concern mm, try I to like that language try to try to try to hear her out try to listen and understand what she's saying before you you know re respond because you know naturally when we hear mothers <laughs> you know i think about that what's that um what's that movie um white chicks when he was like oh you want to talk about mothers <laughs> talk about mothers. so like in our head it's like hold up hold up tread lightly you gotta tread light because this is my you know back in the days we had 90s mother jokes mm -hmm. so you know you gotta tread lightly because automatically the first time my wife approached me i got offended so i'm like hold up hold up hold up what you said what now? nah nah no that ain't. so yeah you really try to like understand where she's coming from and what she's saying and Try to respond in a way where she understands or don't come across angry or upset or frustrated because then you close the door to her coming to you. Mm. So you don't want to do that. Can I get that mm -hmm. on tape? I need to get that on tape. It's, oh, it's recorded. Right? Settle I down. Wanna, I just Settle. want to play that back, but I need to play that back. Love it. Love it. <laughs> don't touch me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for that insight because I really... I don't think a wife can understand what it's like for you guys to be in that position. So Jeremy, what would you add to that for the dude that's listening? That's like, yo, I love my mother, but my wife, they ain't seeing eye to eye right now. How do you handle, you know, taking care of both of their feelings? Uh, let me tell you, that joint is definitely complicated, especially when you got a sensitive mother that, you know, if you say something, she gonna feel some kind of way. And dude, let me tell you, Puerto Ricans, you know how they say, oh, Puerto Ricans talk to their mother any kind of way or their parents any kind of way. <laughs> I'll be having a pray on it before I approach her because right. I'll be ready to just be like, yo, ma, you can't be doing that, 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 you know? And it's just like, nah, I can't go about it. And now, you know, I tell my wife, like, yo, how should I go about it? Because if I say it, it's going to be aggressive because yeah. right. it's coming towards my wife. And honestly, like, yeah, I love my mother. Love her, like, that's my heart. But my wife is somebody who I am going to live my life with. Mm. Right. Come on and school them, Jay. This is who I am in love with as well as with my mother. But this is who I'm planning to, you know, have babies with, you know, kids with. You know, like, I'm not doing that with my mama. So she got to understand that. Like, yeah, ma, you know, I love you. Right. You know, but I need you to just give us a little space. You know, um, like with our situation, you know, we, we 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 live with my mother you know um totally you know grateful for everything she lets us you know do you know it's great but um it's times where it's like you know we could be in the session of doing our thing you know what i mean and it's mm -hmm. like are you up 
I'm like, coming out another door. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'm thinking, like, I'm like, I got to get a sign or put a sock on the door. Let them get the <laughs> right. So, <laughs> <Not> the <sign>. no. <laughs> but um, I told my mother, I'm like, yo, ma, certain times you just got to, like, not be too, like, like, we know this is your house, but you you can't do that. Like, that that's going to make us feel uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. And it's not right. If you say you for us, then be for us. Like, mm. don't try to, you know, un, you know, throw your little jab and stuff. Nah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I talk to my mother, like, if I'm talking to, like, how can I put it, babe? Like we we pretty much got a great uh, communication. Yeah, we're friends pretty much. Like I could curse my mother out, but in a good way. But you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's love though. Yeah. So that's just our that's just our you know communication. Um, nice to tell you. Sometimes I gotta come in like, babe, that was rough. You need to you go know? back so. and apologize to your mama. That's yeah, that's that's women because y'all y'all <laughs> hear it differently than we we're actually saying it. So yeah. Siobhan has done that to me several times. Like, all right, babe, you need to, all right, clean that up. Right, call mm-hmm. it back. I just want to highlight for, for those of you that's listening that um, if you hear the language that Jeremy and Will are using, there's a lot of we and us. Not one time that I hear them talk about me or I, which is like, they're, they're making sure that when they integrate, they're not just saying like, my, this is what you're doing to me. They're coming as a unit, my, me and my wife we feel like xyz even if it's if it's us as the wives that's bringing to you guys attention hey babe i didn't like xyz or whatever have you and i just love that i wanted to highlight that from you guys because i think that that shows a great um sign of leadership and the way that you're choosing to lead your family and to lead your lead your marriage is standing as a united front yeah we have to i mean like i said mm-hmm. the last eyes we say is i do Mm. okay other than that it's, it's we it's us and i yeah. get it from a mother's perspective she feels like she's losing her son but she's gaining a, do- a daughter-in-law and she's she feels like she's losing that place in her life now she's looking at it as like all right somebody is above me now no, i mean I and it, one there spot. is a biblical hierarchy so technically she is kind of above you. Your wife is the first and foremost. Your family is first and foremost. Them, but it doesn't lessen the impact your mother has. It's like your wife has, your wife, you just met your wife, but your mother has time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it goes hand in hand. And you just got to create that balance. You know, something that comes up for me too, and this is like, so I think it would be great for the fellas to talk about this too, as far as like, it took time. I love Siobhan, number one, that you you mentioned the, the language, the we, but I think it takes time to get there because I think mm-hmm. naturally we are in the I place. And so yeah. it takes time and it takes right. being intentional about catching yourself when you are speaking from the I place and being mindful of using the language of unity because it wasn't always that way. We're seven years in now. Mm-hmm. And so even a lot of things that Jeremy is talking about now that wasn't the case in the beginning because he didn't recognize it, right? Because sometimes we can be blind to things because mm, say one, that we've been steeped in that family dynamic for so long. Yeah. So it's normal to us, but with somebody else coming in, it's like not their normal. And so it stands out in a different way. And so there were several things that happened earlier on where there'll be things where I noticed where say Jeremy and I did something together, say for his mom or someone in the family. And it'll be like, 
Jay is so amazing. Jeremy's so amazing. He did all this and he did all that. And it's like, mind you, I probably did like 98, 98%, you know, but he wouldn't notice it, you know? And I'm like, babe, I think it's important for you to pay attention in these spaces. Like, don't, don't even take it from me. Just pay attention to the language that people are using because in the same way that when you're in a relationship, they say you teach people how to treat you. Yeah. yeah. The same is true for your marriage. You ch- teach people how to treat and respect your marriage. And so the language you use, it, you has to be reinforced. And that's what's going to train people to how to, you know, do that related to your marriage. And so there were certain things that Jeremy didn't peep in the beginning until I started sharing with him in a kind and loving way, not in the middle of it happening either, but just bringing it to his attention. And then for him to like be intentional and care enough to yeah, start paying yeah. attention and then there were small things even like when we when we get gifts and we we address them right to someone and it's from jeremy and Nyasha. Yeah. same thing with ours all those things so like right. constantly it's not only our verbal right. everywhere we're reminding people that, that we us are a unit right. it is not one or the other and in the beginning some people were like oh like they thought we were kind of taking the cheap way out because now we're only getting one gift it's coming from the two of us no we are one right absolutely we share one bank account that comes out of the same effect. So guess what? It's from us. It's from us. Right. From That's us. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna um jump on this really quickly. So you know, I strongly believe that marriage cannot grow without community. I don't care mm-hmm. how great you are, I don't care how many years you've been married, you need somebody that can pour into that marriage. Um a, a powerful source that you can get like advice from suggestions tools strategies so a question that comes across quite often should your in-laws be your source of advice in your marriage no don't you know? do it <laughs> don't you gotta finish don't do it reconsider and i really want y'all to answer this question but from from two different perspectives right because as we know all four of us we are millennials we know the type of relationships that we saw growing up Mm -hmm. Um, some of our parents they just they just straight up toxic they they, Mm -hmm. right my mother tell me in a minute you better keep something in your back pocket because if you ever want to (laughs) act up you can roll on your own you can still hold your own but then you also have you also have have, um some parents that really do pour into Mm -hmm. um the relationship so like what is what's what's y'all take on it should we we yay or we nay for going to the, the parents in-laws the siblings for um advice in our marriage i don't know i mean you got to understand they have to be i mean for me i say no because i feel with parents and siblings like they will always almost always have your back first Mm -hmm. and then when you keep going to them and you paint a bad picture once you keep telling them negative things about your wife and what do, what, would, what do we do with pictures? We frame it and hang it up on a wall, right? Mm, and it, on, and it, it stays on, there. It collects dust, but it doesn't move. And they still go back to those memories like, whoa, mm. but you did this. Oh, but they did that. So we don't get a chance to, how can I say this? We don't get a chance to um, undo the damage we've done. Come, mm-hmm. It's him speaking unless, the prophetic for me. That unless unless, unless I, I know I realize the damage I've done. Cause I, w- I was actually in it. I was coming to my mother and sisters for wise counsel. Cause at the time that's all I had. Mm-hmm. So once I did that, I seen how my wife was being treated. So I was like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. We're going to sit everybody down. Mm-hmm. And well, we talked for like a couple of hours. I mean, it doesn't squash everything, but it's a good start. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. if I didn't realize the damage I was doing, I don't know if we would. She would have said I do, and I probably wouldn't have blamed her. Mm-hmm. Right. For Jeremy and I, something that we realized from so Jeremy grew up with married parents. Mm-hmm. I did not. Right. Okay. Both my parents were in my life, but they were not together from as long as I can remember, and they never were married. And so something I think that couples have to be reminded of is even if you had, your parents had a great marriage and all that, yours, you're looking for your marriage. Mm. And so sometimes people are only speaking from their experience, their opinions, and sometimes that's shared as though it's fact. And it's the only way it can be done. And if your dynamic is different, which it will be because you're two different people, then that can cause all types of issues. I think Will addressed it so perfectly in saying that this picture starts to be painted. Mm-hmm. And something that comes to mind for me is that number one, my husband is not the man, the man he is today is not the man that he was when we got married seven years ago. Right. He's grown mm-hmm. immensely, right? Like right. we all hope to be growing day by day, year by year. And what I think about is the fact that when we share certain things with um, family, in-laws, what what we do is we rob our spouse of the opportunity to grow mm. because people keep that same picture. Come right? so on, now, sis. Now they've grown past the picture that Will mentioned is framed now. And you're like, you're operating with your spouse from their, their place of growth. Right. But they're still like, Mm-mm, no, yep. I remember does this and that. And it's like, <laughs> now you got negativity. Only in you your but you welcome that in. Right. Yeah, come on. You opened up that door. Y'all better tell them. Y'all hear that? We, we got to stop opening up these doors. So that leads me to ask, can we go, can we, can we seek them for anything? Or should, do you guys think like the best practice is to keep the in-laws out of your marital affairs 100%? Um, I would say you can, but you have to like be grateful about it. You got to make sure your you know your spirit is you know like on a hundred you know you just can't go halfway in it and not be prayed up when you're getting advice from Mm -hmm. your parents because let me tell you i'm telling you the pastors is out it's the anointing that's flowing right now for me (laughs) put up my cash app in a few um but um now but real talk like you know you gotta really like just be very i don't want to say pick and choose but you just got to see how they come off to as well mm-hmm. the energy it's all about mm-hmm. energy too like if you, if you see like they battling for like you know they're gonna they're gonna take your side about it then you're gonna be like nah, right oh, this ain't the right person i needed to hear this mm-hmm. from right like this. right because i can say from my end like my mother-in-law is very like helpful in our relationship like especially when we was you know um as we got married in the beginning in certain situations like she helped us through it. Like she navigated, you know, spirit, you know, spiritually, you know, she helped us, you know, um, look at things from, you know, each other's perspective and mm-hmm. be prayful about certain things. And, you know, when my parents is like, if I say something to them, it's like, oh, what you know? Da, da, da. And it's like, they kind of defended me, but I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not right. perfect. I know right. I did something wrong. Like, so it's like, I need y'all to hold me accountable too. Like I just you gotta pull my card too. Right. Like I don't want you to just hold me up on a I'm not perfect. So I know I did something to offend my wife, or I did something that she didn't like, or I did I made a move without telling her. So it's like, let me know that though, you know. So 
it, like I said, it all depends because it's, 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 it's funny sometimes. You know what it makes me think about? The Bible talks about seeking wise counsel, right? Mm-hmm. right? If you think about it, right? If you think about anybody who has like a profitable business or whatever, they don't seek the same person for everything. Right? Right. They managing their books. They have a person who's mm-hmm. managing their marketing. And right. the person managing the books is not managing the marketing because that is not their area. Mm-hmm. And think about this when it comes to your question about the in-laws. I think you have to know who you're working with and what you go to them for. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't go to them about this particular thing because we know what the response is going to be like. Why? Because we're in relationship with them. We know. Right. 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 Jeremy mentioned he knows that I'm, if I want an, like an A-man corner, they're going to just be like singing my praises and mm-hmm. not holding accountable. Then I go here. But if I really want to be challenged to grow in my marriage, then I need to be able to connect with people who are going to be able to tell me when I'm doing well, but also when I need to get it together when I need to improve in this area, you know? Okay, Bishop. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just saying, y'all just dropping all the juice. Y'all see why I told y'all, y'all gotta stay to the end of the podcast. You can't be <laughs> listening to the first five minutes thinking you gonna get all the juice because the juice come at the end. And we are about to wrap up. We only have a few minutes left. I just wanted to add to that. Sometimes your in-laws mean well, but it can harm your relationship. And I say that from a space of like, when they genuinely just want to do well for you. I know something that, we struggled with for a while. It's like my mother, I'm my mother's baby. I am the baby of six, you know? True. So when Will came around, you know, he swept me off my feet like he did. like Without a broom. My mother was so used to helping me with things, no matter what it was. If I needed her to pick up my daughter, if I had a bill that came before my check and I couldn't pay it and things like that. And I had to find myself saying, mine. I love you. Yes, I'm still your baby. I'm going to always be your baby for the rest of my life. But I see where you trying to step in to help me because I would say I want something. And before I can turn around, my mother done ordered it off of Amazon, went went to the mall to pick it up. And you know, because this is what she was used to doing. I get Mm -hmm. it. They they feel like they lose validation. Right. And it was never to harm my husband, but I had to see how that could have been emasculating to him. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to add to that, that it's not always about your in-laws just giving you um, like raw and uncut, like, no, that's what your wife doing that you need to leave. Or that's what your husband doing. Or I would have never tolerate that, even though that is very real as well. I just wanted to highlight they can be doing their best to help you and it can hinder your relationship, which is why I love what you said, Naija, that, well, I think it was Jeremy that said it, you guys make decisions together. Mm-hmm. So what, that means you guys are filtering through what mm-hmm. comes in the marriage right? and what you allow to go out. Um, so I just really wanted to highlight that for our listeners because somebody could be listening like, well, my parents don't do that. But if your father always turning around to pay the mortgage when y'all can't afford it, you have to ask like, how is it causing your husband to feel? Or if your mother's always bringing food over, ask your wife, how, how is it making your wife feel? Because we can feel inadequate mm-hmm. um, when the, the parents or the in-laws are providing things that we feel we should be providing um, as a husband and wife. So I just wanted to end with that. Y'all just rock this whole thing out. This episode is a replay. Thank you guys for sticking around with us. Jeremy and Aisha, do y'all have any last words? Babe, do you have any last words before we leave? Because I'm ready to drop the whole mic right now. Any last words? I do. So this came from earlier as far as like the number one spot in his life, right? Wives, hear me and hear me clearly. Hold on, let me turn my mic up because I need to hear you good. And this is something that I had to learn for myself. Number one, we are not in competition. Right. Mm. So we're in competition for a spot. 
I don't want your spot, right? Like I don't want to be his mom. And my hope is that you don't want to be his wife. And I think that once we realize that too, we recognize that like we are, we play two essential roles in his life. Yeah. They're both essential. We're not in competition, right? And I think that that's important for wives to understand, but also for mothers to understand because like we will never, it's kind of like, it's kind of like two different games we're playing in, right? Like you're over here playing football, I'm playing basketball, but I'm trying to compete for the number one spot. Like we're not Come even on. in the game, you know? Right. So just being clear that like you are essential in his life and she is essential and the roles are two completely different roles that are Absolutely. both important, you know? Because I think when we cut out the competition, it cuts out the way we approach things. Mm. When I recognize right. I'm not in competition with you, the way that I, the way that I see this situation can be different. Right, right. When I'm not in competition with you, I can be in community with you. Right. Come yeah, on, girl. And that's real. Powering the same. Men, because we, we've been blessed yeah. with these husbands that, that just been preaching the unadulterated gospel yeah. tonight. Do you have any final remarks for the listeners before we wrap this up? Because you and Jeremy, Jeremy and I Will, mean, that, that was on fire. I can tonight. say, I can say for sure, for sure, for the husbands, fellas, Listen to the wives, man. Listen and stand outside the box and see what they're talking about. Because right. we could be so blinded by love from both sides, you know. But you know, your wife is your wife, man. Like for a reason. Like you chose her right. for a reason. So take her counsel. You know what I mean? Like, amen. Take her, you know, opinion into you know, you no know, into like you know consideration. But yeah, let me see what she's talking about. Like, because. 99.9% of the time, they talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, you pushing it. Uh, you yo, might. my bro speaking from experience, y'all. You pushing That's it with cool. the 99.9, Nah, nah. I know, because it's going to hit 100, but. No. 1%. 1% that she might be bugging. But, you know. I mean, just to be safe. You got any final words, Mr. Davis? Yes. What that guy said in Aladdin. What he, he said Aladdin. He I'm said not playing with The movie you like, he said, keep your street red nose out of it. <laughs> That's what he said. Keep your family, wow. and, keep your family and siblings out of it. Man, I mean, oh, how you and Siobhan do? Oh, we good. We good. You know, we going mm -hmm. through ups and downs, but that's marriage. But most of us, we good. <laughs> Period. That's it. Period, Pooh. But what's really going on? Love. Mm -hmm. What's really going on? Challenges. Greatness. Right. Mm -hmm. Greatness. Building. Legacy. Mm -hmm. I ain't getting in nothing deep with my parents no more. I learned my lesson. Mm. Well, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap for this episode. I just want to thank you guys for trusting us with your marriage. Thank you for trusting us with this time. This is the Married's Millennial Podcast. This is your podcast for your tools and your strategies to win in marriage. We are here to help you create healthy, thriving marriages, practical tools based on biblical principles. And until next time, we out. Out. <laughs> Thank you.